Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a speaker, business coach, and published author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will share the tips, the tools, and the strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical ownership of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage, and practice self-care, self-love, and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. I am on a mission to light the way for others to show that when we own our stories, we take back our personal power. This allows us to impact, serve, and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And it is 2020. It's hard to believe, but it is 2020. And I am so excited to jump into a brand new season into my 101 episode. So we crossed the 100 mark. Have I learned a lot of things? Yes, that is for another episode that I know I'll be able to share with you. But I wanted to jump in for a quick Monday Mindset episode. And Monday Mindsets are my favorite episodes where we dive into little tips and tools about what we can do to create change in our life when we have those wall-kicking moments, which we always have. So today, I mean, of course, it's a brand new year. It's January And if you're in Ontario, it is bizarre weather half the time, sometimes snow, sometimes rain, sometimes gray, little glimpses of sun. We take it when we can get it, but it's a tough time of year for some people. So I really wanted to jump in and give you some really quick tips for January and really to deal more specifically with this whole new year, new you, new everything. And that can be really crazy overwhelming. I mean, I've talked to people over the last few weeks, even specifically the last few days, that they feel like if I haven't done my vision board, my plan, my goals for the year, that I've already failed. Like now I've already failed and I might as well just go to 2020. Or I'm not going to be successful because I didn't put it all out there of what I'm going to do. And I am all about like, let's think big, let's shoot big, let's think bigger than what we have and still working in that, to be completely honest, but it is something that I'm working towards. But here's the thing. It's good to know where we're going. It's good to know where we want to go. You can set some big goals for yourself, but it's not about the goals that are going to get you there. It's not about the vision that's going to get you there. The vision helps, the goals help, the direction helps. But if you don't put the habits in place to get there, you can look at the vision board until you're blue in the face. You could just seriously put it everywhere. Yes, you have to have those things in place to change those belief systems that you have. But if you don't take the time to put the actionable steps in place that will create the change that you are trying to create in your life, the goals and the vision aren't going to cut it for you. They're, they're a start, they're a piece of it, but they're not going to cut it for you. So what I want you to do instead, and this is just one little quick tip. Hey, I'm still about the vision board. I'm going to create my, I like to call it action board too, but I am still about that. And I am creating that in the process of doing it. I do write myself a letter for 2020 to open up. Um, and it's amazing how many things can come to life. 
because it just allows you to think outside the box. I do do those things and I love to be in that creative space. But what I want you to do is think about like, what is something that I want to create change in my life? What is something I've talked about, thought about, put a lot of effort into, maybe not effort, but thought and effort into creating this change for the next year? What is that? Is it my health? Is it my finances? Is it my job? Is it the people I surround myself with? What is it? Ask yourself that. And maybe you'll come up with a list of five, six, or seven things that you really do want to create change in this year, not in January, this year. What I want you to do then is pick that first one that's really kind of eating at you, that you know you want to create change in. So something that you're just, you're looking at it and going, yeah, that's something I've tackled for a long time. It might, might be exercise. And I, I mean, that's a really common thing for January. It might be exercise. It might be nutrition. It might be a whole number of things. But let's just pick one thing to start from. So say it is exercise. I want to exercise. Please don't pick the, the goal of I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year because that stuff drives me crazy. It's just a number on a scale. And you're putting so much effort and so much... Um, of your own personal belief into what that scale says. So that's a aside for another time, but whatever it is, say if it is, it is to feel better, to be stronger, to take better care of my health and to get stronger with some kind of fitness. So break it down. If that's the number one goal we're going to start with in January, what actions do you have to do to make that happen? If you have never exercised, please don't pick six times a week of exercise as your first goal because you won't make it past the second week because you don't have those habits grained in you of what you do. Pick something that is doable. I always say to clients, I would much rather see you do 20 to 30 minutes of exercise two, three, four times a week than I would say an hour and a half at a gym twice a week because you're not going to sustain it. So pick something that is sustainable. So we're breaking it down into what are those actions that I have to do in order to create that change. And the next action might be, so how often am I going to do that? Where is that going to fit into my schedule? What days am I going to do it? Do I want to do it at home? Do I want exercise equipment? Do I want to do it outside? Do I want to go to a gym? Do I want to have a trainer? Do I want to join something specific? What do I want to do? People say to me all the time, what is the best piece of exercise equipment? I'm like, whichever one you're going to use, it's whatever one you're going to use. So if you think that the XYZ thing that's all over TV is incredible and you want to do it and you want to buy it because everyone else is talking about it, but you don't care about that. You don't want to do it in your house and you want to be surrounded by people, then don't pick that. Pick something that is going to be in line with who you are and what motivates you. And yes, maybe it will push you a little bit out of the comfort zone, which is totally fine. But pick something that you know you can be successful with and something that is in alignment with your personality. Where is that going to fit in? What, how am I going to make that work in my week? How do I put that in my calendar and in my schedule so that I honor it? I do, I set an intention for the week and I put my, my workouts are some of the first things that I put in my schedule, even over top of everything else. And then in my Google calendar, it's blocked out. You can't actually access me then. If I don't go to where I had planned to go for exercise that day, then I do do it at home. I do something else, whatever that is, but schedule it in, schedule in the activity that is going to take you towards that goal. Schedule in the actions that are going to take you towards that goal. 
Now, meet yourself with some grace, compassion, and no excuses. So this is the really fine line that a lot of people walk on. It doesn't mean that you can't live a little, that you can't have, you know, whether it's a treat, whatever you want to call that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that you have to work a grueling workout six times a week to be successful. It means that you move and you take that movement, you add movement to your daily routine. So if you, again, if you're coming at it from no exercise, you might say your goal is that twice a week, I'm actually going to do a physical workout, but maybe four more times a week, I'm actually just going to move my body. And that might be a walk outside in nature. That might be something that gets you moving and tie it to how you feel and notice how it makes you feel when you move your body. Because when we can tie our, our actions to our emotions, we are so much likely to stay consistent. So people ask me all the time, well, you were so regimented about um, fitness. And there were, I, let's be honest, there was a period of time that I was not. I actually was not at all because I was so burnt out from dealing with our own family issues that myself, I was at the bottom of my to-do list, the absolute bottom. So I moved myself up. Did I move myself up to lose weight? No, I moved myself up because I know that when I exercise, I do it for my head and I do it to help me sleep. And those are things that really help me to perform at the level that I expect of myself. And I know that I need to be at in order to give to everyone else that I continue to work with. So did you hear that? I am exercising to sleep better and to manage my mental health and keep my brain fog down to a minimum. So not weight loss because that helps me to function at the level that I want to function at. So I would encourage you to shift that thinking because when I don't feel like exercising, and let's be honest, there's a lot of times I don't. I mean, I've taken up CrossFit in the last two and a half years, and I absolutely love it, but I'm not going to lie. There are times I look at the workout of the day, and I'm like, what the hell? How am I going to do that? I don't want to do that. But instead, it's like, no, I get to do that, and I change my words. So it's really about going back to, again, focusing on why is it that I want to do it? I know when I exercise consistently and regularly that I can perform the best that I can. I have the best mental clarity, the best mental health for me, and I sleep better. That impacts all areas of my business, my job, everything else that I do. It impacts everything, my relationships. So that's what keeps me going. And that's what I encourage you to do is break that goal down and then think about why do I want to do it? What do I want to feel when I'm doing it? And that breaks it down into the actual habits. And then you just continue to keep breaking it down from there. Understand you can do this with anything. You can do this with, I'm going to read 15 books this year. Well, I read two last year. That's not going to work. That's not the goal. But what about if you commit to reading 10 pages a day? How does that feel? How does that work? How much time do you have to give yourself to read 10 pages a day? And when you start to break that down, you start to realize, oh, I can actually do that because we're looking at the chunkable actions for moving towards our goals. It's the habits and the daily actions. They're the things that create change. It's not the goal itself. It's the actions and we want to ingrain them. So I would love to hear what you are shooting to do this year with what your goals are. Pick one for January, just one. Pick one goal that you're working towards and then break it down in the actions and think, how do I make that happen? What do I have to do? What obstacles can I foresee or the issue? What boundaries do I have to put in place to make sure I stay committed to myself? How can I make sure I have accountability with myself? What do I need to do? 
look for all of the ways that it has not been successful in the past because that's your first sign for what you need to do next. The answers are all there. The answers are there. It's not just excuses. I don't feel like it. Break it down and look at why it didn't work and how you can make that happen. So if you're really focusing on those, on the actions and the habits that are going to get you there, what I want you to think about with your actions and habits are these simple things. What do I need to start doing? And what do I need to stop doing? Those two things, those two sayings and, and phrases have really helped me to shift a lot of what I do. So what do I need to start doing? Well, I need to make sure I'm getting consistent sleep. That means back it up. I need to be working towards bed at this time. I need to clear my head by this time. My phone needs to be off by this time. Break it down. What do I need to start? I need to start making sleep a priority. How do I do that? What actions do I need to be in place? What do I need to stop doing? I need to stop being on my phone sometimes at night. I need to stop watching TV. I need to stop. Um, I did turn off all my notifications. If you have not done that, really, really important. You can even remove them from your phone. But turning off the notifications, powerful. When I realized this was an issue for me, I set a timer on my phone that do not disturb. So it turns off at nine. So if you ever tried to phone me after nine, my phone won't ring because it's off and it's off until I am done what I need to do in the morning. So that's really powerful. So take those goals, look at what you want to achieve this year, then break it down into the, pick one thing for January that you're going to focus on, then break it down into the actions and the habits that you need to put in place plug them into your calendar, look for all of the areas of things that you have tried this before and it has not been successful. Then come up with solutions for that so that you can put them into place. And then from there, what do you need to start doing and what do you need to stop doing to make that be a successful thing for you to create a shift and change in? And guess what? When you do it in January, you do it again in February. You layer your goals on top of each other. You layer these habits and rituals on top of each other because you've built the foundation for them to be successful. It's the only way. It is literally the only way. You are not going to overhaul five things in January. It's not going to happen. You will not be successful and you're going to throw in the towel by January 10th. So please don't do that. What I want you to do is layer it Let's layer these habits and these actions and these rituals so that you can create the change that you want to foresee for yourself come 2021, this time, January. And lastly, please know that if you haven't put these things into place, you did not fail, you did not do anything wrong, you, did, you weren't successful, it's not any of that. Give yourself some grace and compassion, meet yourself where you're at, and really allow yourself to dive into this because you are the person that is responsible for creating this change. And you absolutely can do that. I have full 100% faith in you and you 100% can. So believe in yourself. I believe in you. Put these things in place. I would love to hear you share with me on social media what it is that you are creating change in this year, what it is that you are taking actionable steps to, what habits you are putting in place, what rituals you're doing. What's January's goal? I'd love to know what January's goal is to start off with. And we go from there. So thank you so much for all of your support, for diving in, for sharing this, for subscribing. I really appreciate all of it because this helps me to get the message out further and further. And I want to share with you that if you are one of those people who knows that they have a story that they want to do something with, they are feeling called, you're feeling called to do something with your story, to share it, to help impact others, serve support and impact others, but you just don't even know where to start. 
I invite you to apply to my leverage the story, leverage your story mastermind that's starting again on January 20th. This story, this mastermind, we dive into 90 days, really intensive program where we talk in about what your story is, really dive into the self-care component of how to learn how to build your courage to share your story. Then we talk into building a coaching business, podcasting, how to write a book, how to want, um, run live events, how to do all of those things and build the platform that you know you are here to build, to serve and support and impact others. Because deep down, the lessons that you're living, what you're going through, what you have come through, those lessons aren't for you anymore. They're for you to share with someone else. And I would love to help you do that. That is literally what I do. And it lights me up. Like I cannot explain watching these women build these businesses. So if that interests you, the application is in the show notes and I would love to have you join us. So on that, have an incredible Monday, have an incredible week. I cannot wait to connect with you and get you going and help you to create what you want to create in 2020 because it's all right there in your hands. When you own your choices, you own your life. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review and please share it with someone who you think could benefit from this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on any social media or Instagram stories at marshavanw.com. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.